0: everybody welcome to inside competence the podcast that delves into the knowledge and know-how of experts around the world this podcast is not to tell life stories but to really tap into the expertise of people who have been there and done that today's guest is kamyar Hayabdullahi. kamyar has a background in business law business development and as an entrepreneur he has founded and been the ceo of several startups in hr it and sales Currently, he is the CEO and owner of Serendipity Professionals, the daughter company of the billion dollar investment giant Serendipity. Welcome to the show, Kamil. Thank you very much. So before we start with the questions, can you just briefly tell us about Serendipity?
1: Sure, so Serendipity was founded by Saeed and Ashken in 2004 uh, it was a private incubator uh, here in Stockholm, Sweden. The idea was to commercialize the science from the universities. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they started off, they started with 15 companies in all different segments. Right. And of those first 15, we, we IPO'd five companies and the rest belonged to a fund, uh, which was named Serenitik Sora. Right.
2: What's an IPO, by the way?
1: IPO is that you take your company to the stock market. Mm. So you listed on, for example, in Nasdaq here mm-hmm. in Stockholm. Yeah. That's big, that's
2: big. Yeah, it's cool, it's cool. Yeah. And you have a lot of, that, like, sub-companies. Companies, right? yeah.
1: Right. So, I mean, the the, the idea is that we, we love to build companies. Right. So, the investment is part of what we do. It's like mm-hmm. an instrument. Right. But in general, it's all about building companies in a very early stage right. or buy another company to keep on building at them then putting it. for example at the stock exchange yeah. or, or making exits right so in total we have uh, around additional 15 companies today oh that's great that's great
2: and outside of all this startup and investment uh, you told me about the tech uh, the tech event you had yesterday
1: exactly so right. yesterday we, we had uh, Something called a Tech Summit, which is a part of a platform that we have built, tech, tech Arena. Mm-hmm. So it's it's uh, mainly a challenge in, in Almedalen every year. This is the sixth year that we'll, we'll have it. So where we, where we find the startup of the year and the growth company of the year. So mm-hmm. over 400 companies that apply every year. It's quite a big uh, competition. And mm-hmm. then we have a summit in Stockholm every year. And yesterday was... Uh, at Waterfront Congress, over 4,000 yeah. attendees, uh, really cool and um, uh, good. A lot. Yeah, yeah yes. it's a lot.
2: And Where were we, is the question. Yeah. We were competent. Yeah, <laughs> we had
0: a ticket to go there. No That's way. The first, your personal reason I couldn't, I couldn't
1: show up. It's cool that, uh, you know, the, the city of Stockholm has so much, you know, capital brains and entrepreneurs, right, so right, it's, right. A, it's a good environment, really. We're a famous for
2: that army. a little bit, like, Stockholm yeah. in Sweden is famous for entrepreneurship and...
0: Yeah, for whatever.
1: sure, definitely. Like, okay, you know, so,
0: so now I want to ask some more about you. Yeah. Um, so you work as a legal officer. Yeah. And then you went from a legal officer to a manager at Serendipity Innovations. Yeah. Uh, so how did, you, how did that transition go?
1: Well, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I have a Persian background. So, mm-hmm. when we grow up, you know, you have to be a doctor, a lawyer, <laughs> or an engineer. Right, Otherwise, right. something is wrong. <laughs> um, but uh, since I've been small, I've always liked to do business. Like, being a businessman, I saw the guy in the mm-hmm. in the suit, etc. Right. You know, it's all we, about the looks,
3: right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the feeling, <laughs> the look. Right, right.
1: <laughs> but uh, but um, I really didn't like to study, so... Um, but then when I grew up, my, my dad was, you know, mm-hmm. you, you study, you you move out. So it was right. quite clear. And so business, I saw some business shows with lawyers. And right. it looks like a cool thing. Right, right. So I worked as a lawyer for three years. Mm-hmm. Very good, very, I mean, you, it's a fantastic education as well. Right. But it's not that creative in terms of building something. Right.
3: right.
1: So... F- for me, before going to Serendipity, I had two other ventures before uh, and I love the feeling of creating something of your own and right. taking it and all of people like to have it. So, mm. it was more of a of a psychological uh, challenge for me to change mm. because in, in re- real life I was already an entrepreneur. Right. Uh, right. right. Yeah. Right. Then
0: what was your role as a manager at Serendipity? What
1: did you do on day to day basis? Um, so uh, when I first started, my my role was actually, you know, at that time, not that many of our companies w- was at the markets. we were still developing them with with our clients. Yep. So um, and I remember, um, Saeed in particular, uh, mm-hmm. when when they hired me, the, they said that they are starting a, a new business within um, uh, business tourism. Mm. So I worked with a lot of uh, Russian businessmen selling their oil in South Africa. That was my first uh, job within certain <laughs> It Sounds huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: what was the connection though? Like Russian selling in South Africa?
1: Yeah, so you from Sweden. Yeah. it's, it's um, we had. Uh, Connections with uh, a lot of Russian businessmen from the Russian embassy okay. um, uh, Because they liked some of the companies we already started in serendipity the technology Okay, so through that we met some people in the embassy and they said that you know Swedish business mindset in terms is very interesting for the Russians mm. but uh, uh, um, they, they would like us to arrange a trips to South Africa where they could meet South Africans and discuss oil. Mm-hmm. And that was a whole new thing for and that wasn't our core business. Right. And for me they were like, well, you like doing stuff that is out of the box. You want to try this out and hey, well, why not? I've never been in South Africa. So, <laughs> so that was the first thing but, but really you know the title manager mm-hmm. now or then, Mm. It's all about uh, making stuff happen. Right. You know, you buy coffee, go to business <laughs> meetings, writing <laughs> the deals, hiring people. Yeah. Mm. There is no role as a manager per se. Right. 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 And that
0: would be the next question, but you already answered it. You later become the CEO. What kind of responsibilities, what responsibilities do you have now? The same?
1: Well, more headache. <laughs> 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 uh, it's headache. It's... Um, it's it's basically the same, but for all of our companies yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and also since we're capital intensive in our companies, mm-hmm. meaning we work with external investors, mm-hmm. it's also keeping a good relationship with them, having their trust so they will keep on investing in our companies. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the times it's, it's you know, lighting out fires, uh, <laughs> making sure that, you know, you fix the problem. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about, I mean, uh, for us at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So I would, I would guess that uh, being a manager in general especially in Thornhill you have to be kind of um, everywhere kind of you have to know everything about the company you have to be able to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Is that how you felt like in that position?
1: Yeah, definitely. And, and also as since it's um, we work with a lot of scientists mm-hmm. or engineers and they are very focused on the technology that they are working with. Right. And we like to take it to the market. So you always have to be a bridge between technology and the markets. Mm. And that's, um, uh, you know, if you go into a room with with a lot of uh, people within engineering and you don't understand the language, they they will kick you out. So so (laughs) it's, it's, uh, yeah, finding Mm. the middle way and getting along with everybody. Right, right.
0: Okay, so this one is a bit more uh, specific. Can you tell us about a project situation and I forced
1: you to be innovative and creative specific project well we had um, <laughs> you know uh, I don't know if it's a specific project but in all of our companies mm-hmm. we have never made one dollar on our original idea Wow so that's that's huge by wow. the way that's a <laughs> quote
2: because a lot of people think that the 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 idea you start with is the one that you're going to end up with. No. But really you do,
1: right? Yeah. So, I mean, the interesting, and uh, I can say so today because we've hit the wall so many times. (laughs) So um, we even call our way of building companies the creative dance. Mm. um, Meaning in basically all of our projects, it's about redefining what the market wants. Otherwise, it's just an idea. So in all of our projects, it's always been fixing stuff in the last minute we are, I mean I mean I have one project now where we basically is running out of money and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and if we just keep on going and don't do anything yeah. the investor wouldn't invest right. so we there we radicalized something throw out the, the whole technology yeah. mm-hmm. but we kept the marketplace for example mm-hmm. and right. now it's boomed again fantastic right. But and that's the thing I think with all of our projects right. You go in, sorry or invest. Right. If you have a good team and a, an idea that is just not based on one trick pony, mm-hmm. then you have the possibilities to to pivot and do something new again. Right. But but all of them have been creative. The right. only thing that we haven't necessarily been creative in is our property business.
2: Mm, it's, yeah, it's pretty hard. It's a house, you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> it's walls. It's done. Yeah, got four walls and a roof. You know, it's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And yeah. yeah, great.
2: Can, can I f- jump in with a question there? Sure. Because I, I would think a lot of entrepreneurs would be uh, stunned by this fact that you know, this is my idea. This is my. It's kind of like your baby when you start with it. You want to keep. You want to yeah. keep it that way. Yeah. So how do you kind of let loose and understand that um, you have to give the the market what they want? It's not about you know the idea or about the entrepreneur. No,
1: it's a it's a good good question, mm-hmm. and the easy answer is that. You know, we're building companies. In essence, we want to make money in some way or another.
3: Right.
1: And the market defines if they want to pay for it or not. Right. The, the challenge, as you describe it, with yeah. somebody's baby, it's a very yeah. emotional thing. It is. So I have to persuade them to say...
2: Yeah. It's not a
1: baby. It's not a baby. <laughs> you know, it's a business. Uh, so you have to put the pride aside and, right. and, 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 and make it happen. Right. The good thing is when you have done some built some companies you've done some exits you you give a, you know they give you some respect like okay you have gray hair now <laughs> done this a few times <laughs> you look so wise yeah <laughs> hopefully <laughs> but most importantly i'm sitting in the same boat as them we right. we are partners in the company mm-hmm. so i have the only the only thing i want is to build the company that's, right. that's my bread and butter business right. so um um in the very beginning of each company venture before we invest, mm-hmm. we always present, this is the strategy. This right. is what we need to do with the company. Then within that, it could, could of course, change. It yeah. will change. Yeah. But dance, right? I, I, if if some, so some way, the founders or the partners don't like it, we never invest. Right. Because it's very hard to compete with emotions.
3: Mm.
2: Okay. That's a big one.
1: Yeah. Um, so, so you said something interesting. You said that
0: company lost a lot of money and then you made a pivot you changed like the market and then you grew again so the question i have is when do you know when to shut down you should just quit and then start something else
1: and the key here is to be not emotional and be rational because you you have to know and you have to kill your darling (laughs) but but it wouldn't be a darling if you don't if you don't have an emotion to it and as you work with with capital at the end of the day, people want to know the return on their investment and how many times the money they will get. So if you do the math and you see what, how much money I put in here, and, you know, alternative to a new business, mm-hmm. if that doesn't figure, figure out, you, if you don't figure out that, you have to shut it down.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: A- and I could, like, an add-on on that. Mm-hmm. You know, before Serendipity, I had, I went, I became millionaire mm-hmm. two times. And lost everything two times.
3: Wow. How
1: come? Uh, Because I was emotional. Mm. I was too much focused on making money rather than having fun. Mm. And it's quite stupid to be an entrepreneur if you're just in it for money because you work very much, very much. You know, blood, sweat, tears, and so forth, and so on. And the reward? It's not
2: that nice, I mean, right. At the it, beginning now.
1: no, it takes, and, and you don't even know if mm-hmm. you will get the reward. <laughs> exactly. But, right. but if, if you do it for the money, that's a very short-term incentive. Right. And, and so, you know, I made my money first, then the, the market crashed with the Lehman, I was broke as a joke, went back to school, start, and still was chasing the money, because right. I wanted the money that I lost. Mm. That's the thing, that's the problem, I was emotional. Right. Get back, build it up again. And then took all of my money in properties and lost everything again. So, um, and the, before going into serendipity, which is the first time I started business yeah. is why am I doing this? Good you know, if, if you're only chasing for the money or it's a cool thing now to be an entrepreneur, right, right. such a waste of life, it you is. know, it's not worth it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. Long, long story short, don't be emotional, then you will know when you have to kill your darling. Right,
0: right. Listen everybody, don't be emotional. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: right, right. But, so, so let me ask you, so what, what is the correct motivation? Like, what should be the...
1: I mean, that's something I think it's very subjective, mm-hmm. depending on who you ask. For me, is um, I hate to lose. Mm. A to be number two stubborn Yeah, stubborn but also you know i'm very naive in my way of thinking like okay. if Zlatan can play football why can not i play football <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's easy, right one plus one right you know it should
1: be like that <laughs> i don't i don't see what's happening behind the curtains you know you're mm. training every day and so on right and then when i come into business well if they can build a company like that mm. i will be build a better company mm. That's, that's how I work mentally, right. uh, but then uh, in part that you create something, it's right. a really beautiful thing, mm. you know, you sitting like this one night, discussing something, and the next right. day you have a company, and the fourth right. day, it's uh, the biggest company in Norwich, it's like,
2: <laughs> wow! I did that. Yeah, and that.
1: that feeling, that's a mm. very nice reward, and nice. I want that to go on that's why I do mm. several companies right. and right. like to do exits because I get that feeling and then can start over again Great. Great. so how many companies have you started uh in with the what the two I think and I'm registered my 18 company which I have been part starting now mm-hmm. and and but since the two losses I had before certainly I haven't lost the company since then So. Mm. But it will come more than a loss. That's right, fine. Right, 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 right. uh, That—that's the whole thing. Have a lot of companies because if right. one fails, you shouldn't die. Exactly. That's exactly. what I learned from, from those.
3: <laughs>
2: so it's easy to kill a darling if you have many of them. Yes. That. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So that now, now, I want to transition to a bit more to Serendipity. Yeah. So Serendipity is, a, at its core, is it is an investment company. Oh. What are the primary things you look for? Is it the product? Is it the team? What kind of product? You
1: can yeah. So um, we we do mainly tech investments, mm-hmm. and the reason for that is the first fifteen companies that we built, which was based on, uh, site research, yeah. research, and also Ashkan's when when they started Cernity, it was uh, very much capital intensive, and the peers you have to wait for a long time before you can move on. For example, we had biotech companies, et cetera, you have to go clinical phases and so on. And that's a bit, um, you know, it's frustrating when you're building companies because you, you just have to wait. With the digitalization and the whole trend for that, it's easier to find companies that are doing something very analogic in a way where mm-hmm. you could create something new and easily go to the market yeah. and test it. Mm-hmm, so that's one thing that we want to test is, is mm-hmm. it should be digital or tech oriented. Uh, definitely scalable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in terms of the team,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, if we're going extremely early, it's all about the team.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I have invested in companies where I don't even believe on the idea, okay. <laughs> but I know that the team is your killers. Right. Wow. Right. Monsters, you know, give them whatever, they will create something. Yeah. Right. Because I already know we won't make money on our original idea. Yeah. Right. But with this team, I will do something. Right. So that's an easy deal. Do- but as the company is, is going older, mm-hmm. we look much more also into the, the segment, the industry. It has to be a niche product, right. because if somebody else can do it, you will start competing in price and stuff like right, that. Right. So we would never invest in that. Mm. And I think one of the other criteria, which is very important, is the business model. There has to be a stickiness.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: it's it's you know, once you try it, you can't be without it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You can settle that in different ways. One is you have a business model, which is, for example, software as a service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have, they pay every month, every yeah. year, etc. It's it's nice. Or it's a, you have some data which only you own and mm-hmm. they're depending on it. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they can't go to another competitor. That's also very important. Right. 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 And so, can I jump in again?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I've seen certain difference. The way you work is, is, I would say, somewhat exclusive. I mean, you, you don't only invest money-wise. We uh, talked about Bright labs the yeah. some of the startup that you also help them recruit Yeah, and you find developers for them and you actually build a company, you know from the inside It's not just looking outside just throwing money at them. you actually, actually With them so exactly that's a great way to work, right? I mean do you have any more examples of
1: yeah, I mean um, um, w- w- So first of all, we're not that good financial investors, mm-hmm. so we m- money or capital is just a part of what we offer when we go into a company and be a partner Mm -hmm. our key thing is that we like to build companies you know go in and and dig in and build so all of our companies are sitting with us Mm -hmm. so we work with them on an everyday basis recruitment legal finance corporate finance we do all of those things together with the company as soon as we find out what the strategy is Mm -hmm. Uh, and if we cannot do that, then we know we can't build businesses in the serendipity way. Mm-hmm. We don't invest in that time. So okay. we are a good investor if you need backup in, in operation and capital. If you only need capital, there are much better investors than us. You
0: mentioned yeah. the serendipity way.
1: Yeah. So yeah what's so that awesome. way? So the serendipity way is is we never invest if you don't have one paying customer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You need to have one paying customer at least. Because the iteration with the customer, that will define, at the end of the day, what we will make money on. Mm -hmm. Um, In the the first companies, for example, with Said's own research, he created the world's hardest glass. They didn't make any money on that at all. It was a total different thing, the applications areas, but Mm -hmm. since his research was so vast and there were so many different applications area, yeah? mm-hmm. the market found out other stuff that they wanted to have instead. Okay. Same principle here. The way ways, you know, we write an agreement with our clients, mm-hmm. they're interested in some parts of our technology, and we work it out together. Mm-hmm. And then we will redefine what you actually want. Right,
2: So Serendipity is involved in research as well?
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It is, right? Definitely.
2: Right. Tell us more about you. So Saeed so, so is more focused on the research part and sounds like you're more into the tech.
1: Yeah so oh, well uh, I mean in, nowadays Saeed is, is he has a research mm-hmm. background mm-hmm. Uh, and but but he likes you know solving problems and, and often that is like a hidden problem as well but he mm-hmm. has a super good understanding of, of researchers and specifically from universities right. as he been a professor himself as well mm-hmm. uh, so he, he, he has a broad network for that as well so as soon as we look into a company even though it could be digital company but it still has some mm-hmm. really high-end or deep tech stuff mm-hmm. he has a good understanding for it so we, we, we bring him in often when he's that and of course mm-hmm. he's a great ambassador for, yeah, yeah, for yeah. Our, all of our ventures yeah. And, yeah. and serendipity
2: should have mentioned for our listeners that uh, Said is obviously he's the co founder of, uh, of uh, yeah. Serendipity and uh, with Ashkan. Yes, right. Exactly. They were the two, and then you came in as a, as a CEO. Right? Yeah. So, what's your relationship to them today? Because it seems like you're kind of doing your own thing at the same time with. Exactly.
1: So, so, last year I, I bought Serendipity Professionals and Serendipity Ventures, right. which is the, 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 the tech firm and the tech investment firm from, of Serendipity. Uh, and Said is still a minority investor in, in that. Uh, and, and, and Ashken runs his own uh, fund today, but we are a really good relationship, all of us, and mm-hmm. we, sometimes we invest in each other's business and, and help yeah. each other out. But, um,
2: yeah. Good connections to have.
0: Yes, to go
1: very good, very good.
0: We'll soon go to transition to true and is we're gonna do that. I have one last question. Basically something entirely else. Something I'm very interested in. You you have a background and degree in law. Yeah, but how important is a degree at all when it comes to business? Is it even relevant? Because we have guys on, you know, Gary V and right. YouTube who say the college dropouts unnecessary.
3: Right.
1: Mm, well, there's the, the the right answer is no. It's not necessary mm. uh, at all. Mm. But you know, um. My law degree, what, what it gave me is a package of language and to be a great analyst, you know, going through a lot of sources and data and, and crunching it, that's what it gave me. Uh, and m- more importantly than a than degree is uh, your mindset. That's, that's, that's what, what I capitalize on, finding people with a great mindset. Uh, I have two CEOs now. Which have never studied at all, mm-hmm. but they've been athletes on the top level. Mm. So you know that shows me that you know their mindset is that they're also killers from, but they don't have to be an academic killer. <laughs> <laughs> so that's right. uh, yeah.
2: Fun fact: We're sitting across the road from Stockholm University. So if we have a
1: and, and history <laughs> of technology, right?
2: <laughs> so we have we have a huge dropout tomorrow after <laughs> to listening to this podcast. <laughs> You know the reason. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay, so now we're going to transition to true or false. Samir is going to take that part. Basically, it's we're going to read a, a couple of statements. And right. The Camille here is going to tell us the true or false and expand on it. That Go is correct.
2: You. Thank you for passing the mic. So to the second part of the podcast, true or false. I'm going to state some, uh, a couple of... Uh, Statements and you answer to the best your ability, and also please motivate your answers. So, the first statement is a successful entrepreneur needs to be an extrovert. True or false?
1: Well, false. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I personally find it easier to work with extrovert entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. but I work with plenty of introvert entrepreneurs as well. I partner with several of them. Mm-hmm. I think. The, the being an entrepreneur is being, you know, building a bridge, being right. a middle way. Right. So they're, and they're, it's not binary to be an entrepreneur. Right. There are all different personalities. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's what they bring to the table.
3: Right.
2: So an introvert can do just as well as an extrovert, basically.
1: Well, an introvert needs an extrovert person to go to the markets, mm-hmm. while an extrovert often needs to have somebody who has a... Um, not necessarily introvert, but has mm. a much better backend background, mm. uh, whether it's mathematics, engineering, or right, researcher. Right. Um, so it's, it's, it's a teamwork. Right.
2: Okay. Pretty much complement each other. Right? Definitely. Okay. Great. So on to the next one. Every project needs VC funding at some point. The earlier, the better. True or false? False. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. I mean, VC funding is very good for companies which at some point when you're building your company, you will realize that, wow, we're onto something, mm-hmm. but we need to run very quickly mm-hmm. before we're not the only ones in the market mm-hmm. or we need to go to several markets at the same time. But mm-hmm. the organic cash flow is just not enough. Not enough. Right. Then VC is a very good way of, of, of solving that solution. Mm-hmm bad part with vc or other excel investors is that you lose control of the company in right. some ways right. and um, i think that's the negative side today with many of companies that they, when they come in too early mm-hmm. it becomes the investor that will decide the fate of the company rather than the entrepreneur mm. so i think that as uh, if you and be bootstrapped for a while, mm-hmm. it's very good because you also learn how to work with capital in a very creative way. Mm-hmm. So, so I would say definitely false. Right.
2: I would have to agree with that.
1: <laughs> Confidence is not
2: currently VC funded. So. <laughs> so third question or statement is the idea is more important than the team. True or false? False. We, we pretty much went through that already, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we already <laughs> that. yeah. Okay. So on to the next question. Growth is more important than revenue, true or false?
1: Uh, True. Mm -hmm. Because uh, revenue, well, I mean, revenue at first, if you define it, is it only revenue in how much money you're making on the market or how much money you're actually making, that's Mm -hmm. one thing. But growth Mm
3: -hmm.
1: actually says you're growing in the market in one way or another, whether it's in users Capital uh, market share, but Mm. you're growing and when you're growing. That's a very interesting KPI Mm -hmm. Which investors could then start to figure out something is happening here Mm. sooner than later We will make money here Mm. And I mean the 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 Swedish example is definitely Spotify. They're still not making money Uh, But they're growing in numbers of users Mm. Uh, so so um, But at the end of the day, you want to see that when we want to, we could actually make money. Mm -hmm. But until then, it's it's all about growth. Right.
2: Right. Great. Next question or statement again. Best friends are the best co-founders.
1: True or false? Definitely false. Uh, again, it's it, we discussed before, like mm. with emotional stuff. Right, right, yeah.
3: right. right,
1: right. So, but I'm, I'm, I would say I will have a double standard today because in in several of the companies that I, I, I'm, I'm on It's it's my friends that are CEOs. <laughs> <laughs> <But>, coincidence. <laughs> but but um, mm. well, in in my private relationship, I'm mm. very much. This is business or this is friendship. But. Right. Uh, so I don't put in emotions anymore in the same way that I did when I was younger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, building a company often takes you in directions that you cannot see when you start right. a company. Right. And if you're friends, there's so much other stuff that you have to take take into respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from my perspective, that that could be a bit hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My fiance for example she mm. worked in one of my companies
3: <laughs> family business
1: <laughs> but she doesn't do anything anymore because mm-hmm. uh, well now she, she's home from children but mm-hmm. but I, I think it's very hard when you when you have a emotional way of exactly. you need to put in emotional respect that in the company mm-hmm. because uh, building a company can be ruthless yeah <laughs> so it, it could be hard
2: yeah so would you say the other way around it's actually better to not be friends definitely
1: well, you, you shouldn't do it with your worst enemy. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but but um, because then it's the company that has, um, you know, put mm-hmm. you in, in together. So I didn't know Said or Ashkan mm-hmm. before Serendipity. Mm-hmm. I would consider them both as, you know, great mentors and family for yeah. me today. Right. But that's through Serendipity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our relationship was always built on we were building companies together. Right. And then we became friends.
0: Mm-hmm. The funny thing is that Ashkan and we were both best friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there are exceptions, okay, people? Yeah, yeah definitely. No, there are different yeah. exceptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, last statement. Building and shipping an MVP should not take more than a month. Or is there a time frame? No, there Trump is
1: no time frame. Mm-hmm. It's, it's um, you know, uh, building a company... Mm-hmm. The only one that could determine the time is the market.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So you keep on trying until the market says, "Yeah, yeah, you're about to."
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you you pivot, you try it again. You pivot, mm-hmm. you try it again. It's mm-hmm. a question of knowing when to kill your darling, uh, <laughs> and if you can find a market fit. Mm-hmm. And you know, my my um, my first exit that I did. Um, it's a uh, reg tech or legal tech company. Mm-hmm. We had it for. We owned it for one year and three months before mm. we sold to a French company. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have companies in the portfolio now, which we have been owners for, for five years. And yeah. it's just recently now that we found our actual market fit mm. and going to expand. Five years later. Yeah. So it's, I would never determine it in time, mm-hmm. but in growth or progress. Okay. So, yeah. and one month is way too. Sure, for yeah. that and mm-hmm. um, the way we do it in all of our companies now that each quarter the CEOs uh, present their figures mm-hmm. doesn't have to be revenue it yeah. could be we're growing so much in numbers We're we, we are getting this milestone etc but mm-hmm. if we will be several qu- quarters well, nothing will happen something is wrong mm-hmm. uh, so but I would not determine in time not in this early stage Great, great. thanks
2: And then to the last part of the podcast, listeners' questions. And um, we have a couple of questions from a dear friend, Yuna Sayob, a management consultant uh, at PA Consulting. He sent in some questions concerning um, a startup, how to work with a startup. So he asks, he started asking, how do you resonate when you decide to put all your time and effort
1: uh, in your startup, in your first startup? How did you resonate? Um. How I resonate or how you... Yeah,
2: in your particular, or how, how should you, or give us both.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it's it's the holy grail of being mm-hmm. entrepreneur in a way. It's, it's a question of risk. Right. Um, and that's, you know, uh, today when I recruit people mm-hmm. that becomes shareholders in a company, I ask them if they will have... A, Stomachache when I go home mm. from the job. If they don't, I would not hire them. It's not because I wanted to be in pain. <laughs> but it's, it's a thing that, you know, you, you're living on the edge of will I succeed or won't I succeed. Mm. And it's not a nine to five job. Mm. It's not. You, it's not about working a lot. Mm. That's wrong. We work um, smart, but we're focusing on delivering right. and it's the unknowning which is the risk. So, giving up a safe paycheck right. uh, to go into business, start your own stuff. Mm, for me, um, specifically in Sweden, right. you know, we had so many safety zones. Yeah. You know, as I said, I, I, I lost twice right. and, and the first time I went back to study, so I got CSN again.
3: Mm. well you know yeah.
1: millionaire one day broken another day but <laughs> living alone right <that> I <laughs> about but yeah. send help me out you know yeah, yeah. and I didn't have a, you know family or stuff like that so mm. it's not that hard in Sweden mm. if you don't have that I think it's a way of you know you have to see again that the market like what you're doing mm-hmm. the worst thing you can do is you build something, you do something, and you never try it out. Mm-hmm. And then one year, two years later, like da da, like wow, dude, we already <laughs> have this. <laughs> Don't do that that's the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and also there are so many ways of financing today in, in the very early stage. You know, right? right. Uh, from from the government and stuff right. like that. And so there's, I would say, you know try it directly Mm -hmm. that will take time of you to go to the market but not not necessarily capital in the the beginning Mm -hmm. and it's a balance but as soon as you say wow Mm -hmm. one is liking it two is liking it Mm -hmm. then i would say go go take the risk because the market has told you that you that that you it's worth it
2: okay good that was a well informed answer (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. Okay, so the second question he asked is um, about investments. Uh, he would like to, to receive advice, like what three things to, uh, to ask for when asking for investments and three things to avoid. avoid.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, when you're going for raising capital, right. you're, you're meeting people that does this every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, uh, often you try to be something that you are not. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's, it's a very thin line of selling too much and being being <laughs> jacket, Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and, and since they invest so much in the team, mm-hmm. they want to know who you are. Right. So that will, that will always be a way of seeing it. Mm. No, 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 this person is talking too much bullshit, for example. Mm. They don't do it. So be, be exactly yourself. you. That's exactly. a very important thing, I would say. And the second thing would be, when you when you're doing your presentation, mm-hmm. it's know, you're going on your first date. Mm. You need to be slick, clean. <laughs> you know, don't do, don't have typos. The calculations should be on point, on point, yeah. right. because it shows how. Detailed, you are about your 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 baby, mm-hmm. uh, and also your visions of what you're doing moving forward. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an also important thing, and the third thing I would say: don't be greedy. Mm-hmm. In what sense? Um, and yeah. in an early stage, you know, it's all. The difficulty is: okay, what is the what on what what valuation do you want money? Mm. And you know, I I've had some. Coming to me like yeah, I have this idea. I want one hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> For what? <laughs> well, it's just like Facebook, <laughs> but, we, but we already have Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, so th- in that sense, mm-hmm. you know, um, this is actually. I, I was extremely greedy when I was chasing the money, mm. but but um, you know, owning ten percent of. One hundred or ninety mm. percent of nothing. It's it's uh, for choice. me today is a no-brainer, yeah. right. but it's so much harder when you're raising capital because mm. you're fought for that. So you want to have as a high valuation as possible. Yeah. Mm. But if you find investors in a very early stage, it's hard to come by. Mm. Don't don't miss out. Don't mm. not because of greed. It should be because it's unfair. Okay. But don't be okay. greedy. Right.
2: So that's three things to ask for and to think about. That's great. Yeah. How about three things to avoid.
1: Three things to avoid. How about the opposite? True. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> an yeah. <laughs> but but <laughs> no. But maybe um, to avoid is uh, um, well, it's more of a question regarding don't go after money when you don't need it mm. okay. like for example now it's uh it's a good season for capital there's a lot of capital out there right but yeah. that also means that the investors get flooded with ideas etc yeah, exactly you no know, try it out be bootstrapped learn mm. your business get mm. an understanding what you actually want to do with the money mm-hmm. not only yeah we need money to build a the company therefore i want money mm. um so um I I think it's a it's a good school to actually, mm-hmm. you know. You should have done it sometime before you go and get the money. Mm. Okay. Uh, and then.
2: So have some experience, basically. Yeah. Um, of of okay. that company. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. You know, we have one uh, uh, S- Swedish uh, now nowadays entrepreneur who, who worked for uh, Tesla before, uh, mm-hmm. and he's raising. Forty billion Swedish corner for his startup. Wow. That's crazy. It is forty billion.
2: It's probably a Tesla competitor, I
1: guess. So he's, he's he, he wants to build the biggest battery factory. In oh,
2: Europe. So same thing. We already have that. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah,
1: I mean, he's yeah but they, they don't we don't have it in Europe. So mm. they think think with all the electricity vehicles that is coming, mm. then it would it would be necessary. But, I mean, in, in, in relation to what we're discussing, uh, he has never built a company before, mm. but he has a fantastic track record from Tesla. Yeah. Mm. So the investors understand that he knows what he's talking about. Mm. He's not just woke up one day and said, I want to start a business, mm. but 40 billion. That's a lot for a startup. You know? How's it going for him? Is he... Very good, very good. So, so I mean, the way, as I understood, he's raised over 1 billion until now. Wow. which is enough to put up the facility here in, in the research facility in Vestoros. And yeah. and he's already chosen his spot in in Kalefta. So it's, it's um, but, you know, well-prepared, knows what he's talking about, right. being bootstrapped in the sense of, you know, he's done this before. It's mm. not that he's just taking in the money. You know, he's well-explained why he mm. would need that. That's
2: a great inspiration.
1: Yeah, he's a really cool guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can keep it. We can stop at yes, that is. Yeah, it's, yeah, lo- no, it's a lot. It's a lot of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, it's
2: food for thought. Okay, so um, the last question is: um, uh, What would you advise? What would What would be your your main advice for a newborn startup? What should we think about? when going about?
1: Uh, be naive and fearless.
3: Mm,
2: it sounds like a soldier thing. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Jump into the fire. Than, you know, um, I. I I love being the. I I'm probably the dumbest person in my organization. I I, I really am. <laughs> I've heard,
0: actually heard a lot of CEOs say that. that it? I want to be. I want to be not, not the dumbest, but <laughs> I want to have people. I want to hire people that are smarter than me. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah.
1: It's it's yeah it's yeah. it's something like that. But yeah. I, I I actually am the dumbest. <laughs> <laughs> like plain and simple. Double down. <laughs> yeah. And and, and, and uh, well you know I always love to discover new stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. what better way to have colleagues that are better on me in, exactly. in every aspect. Uh, so um and that is in relation to being naive is very interesting because I'm something that you know when we when we start a new company and they're going to sell it to a bigger company like yeah Microsoft wanted. I'm like call Bill Gates. And they call Bill Gates. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And yeah. and you know, being naive and fearless doesn't mean you have to be stupid. Mm. But uh, since you're building com- the company, you don't know what the market would want. Yeah. Mm. You can't have you know a fixed thing in your head that I can't do this, I can't do wrong. Yeah. You know, go out and try it out. And That's the beautiful thing of building a company. It's 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 uh, it's freedom in its best way. Uh, it seems to be the exact
0: like the optimum. Mm. corporate working, entrepreneurship, the mindset of it. It's totally different. Yeah. Different person. It, is, it so is. You go from corporate to your own, and yeah, you're
3: yeah, a different yeah. person. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Because in corporate, you know, it's a huge entity, yeah. Yeah. you're one piece of yeah, a bigger exactly, thing, exactly. Uh, so you, you Liberty is not something that is always a super good thing in those environments. Yeah, yeah. Not, that doesn't have to be negative, but that's how business works in those kind of environments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While entrepreneur, it's you, know, it's you or nothing. You yeah, know? Exactly. exactly.
2: Sure,
1: sure.
0: So the last question. Is yeah.
2: Us. yeah, that was the last uh, listener One, question. Yeah. So.
0: The last question is from us.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it says, what does competence mean to you? Competence, meaning and knowledge. What does it mean to you? And, and what you is know. that? Power. P- power. Power. Knowledge is power. Power. Bam.
2: Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Little finger said that in Game of Thrones.
0: <laughs> knowledge is power. <laughs> so just, you can cut that out if you want. Yeah. To. Or keep it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but yep. I mean, it's it's um, mm.
1: knowledge is power. Mm. Mm. Definitely. Sure. Uh, in, in in all in all aspects. Mm. Uh, so, and that's why Sweden are so kick-ass on building companies because we had such high competence in Sweden mm-hmm. for this small country of 10 million. Right. And that gives us power. Yes. Word.
0: <laughs> okay, so lastly, who else would you like to see on this podcast? If you have
2: someone in your mind. I would like to interview that Tesla guy.
1: Petter oh, Peter is a really cool guy. Is he easy
2: yeah. to is he easy to reach.
1: We Probably know. Not. Well, we, we we reached out to him. No, but he's a. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a busy guy though, yeah. <laughs> because he's, he's he has to raise forty billion in capital. <laughs> yeah. um, mm-hmm. But uh, well, I don't have anyone that I've in, in mind like that. But mm-hmm. one thing is, you know, now entrepreneurs is a really cool thing to be, and there are plenty of people to interview. Mm-hmm. But mm, before entrepreneurs and still, you have a, you know, uh, I think artists or people within sports, yeah. uh, in Sweden, because it's quite similar to what we are doing. You know, they they train every day to yeah. do something that mm-hmm. they want to do, and most probably they won't even make it. Yeah, <laughs> athletes <laughs> and that mindset—it's a beautiful thing to discover. Mm. Uh, yeah, the competitive.
0: It's, yeah. it's, every athlete has that yeah. competitive like, My brother uh, plays
1: football, right. pretty
0: high level. And I, you see, you notice when that he that plays, he's it, like a different person. Mm. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, um, I have, you know, some of my colleagues are so nice in the office, and, right. you know, but as soon as we play a sport, yeah. they're like, whoa! <laughs> yeah. Monsters! Yeah, exactly. exactly. Mess
0: came off, right. right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. thank you so much, Kamiar for thank letting
1: you. us to tap into your knowledge and paying it forward. It was a pleasure to have you here.
0: Thank you. Nice to be here. Thanks. Game over. Thank you for joining us this episode. If you're an entrepreneur, maybe even running your own company, then you can find experts on our platform, which is currently under beta testing and only accessible to early birds. DM us on Instagram or email us on info especially if you're an entrepreneur from
1: underserved community. Anywhere worldwide, me or my teammates will make sure to hook you up with an expert.